welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. This is John Hennigan, and uh, welcome to Fish Hunt Talk Radio, along with Frank Selby. Thank you, Frank. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, God, I'm glad you're there. <laughs> anyway, let me start off, first of all, the last couple of weeks, I've started off with uh, my views on Verizon, a uh, wireless cell company. And, you know, I'm just, it just goes from bad to worse. I'm telling you, just because you've got the huge coverage doesn't mean that you should be able to treat people the way you do. And if anybody out there feels the same way I do, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, yeah, they've got a lot of coverage, but, you know, their customer service, their products, you just, I, I don't even know where to start. But I would appreciate getting some feedback from people that feel the same way or just the opposite. Let me know. Yeah, John at fishtalkradio.com. John at fishtalkradio.com. Anybody that get in touch with me, I'd appreciate it, and we'll take care of you. Um, hey, Frank. Yes. I have an idea. It's devious. Okay, we, let's do it. We, we, I know. We have an engineer par excellence. His name is Mark, and he he's the one that makes this whole thing happen. And he's sitting there. <laughs> I can already see his face turning red, and he's starting to blush. But I would like to have Mark take the first two minutes. I agree. Okay, we only got Come one on, minute Mark. left. One we minute left. One okay, minute Mark, left. see what you can do. This is your debut. And here's what I'm thinking about this whole Verizon thing. I'm thinking user error. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> it's, it's just John screwing things up like usual, and poor Verizon is getting the blame for it. Yeah. What do you think, Frank? I agree, because I use Verizon. <laughs> we have no problems, just John. Well... Yeah. Um, Mark, this is your show, so, you know, what can I say? What can you say? Except that you're dead wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was How was your fourth? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mark? Oh, my fourth was good. Yeah, I, I stayed home and uh, stayed away from people and fireworks and all that stuff. We got 30 seconds, guys. Let's let's cut it out. Mark, come on. 20 seconds. Give us more. That's all I did. I, I didn't do anything. That's all I ever do. I just stay home. <laughs> stay well, home. I'm going to have to come up and take you out. Today. There you there go. You go. That's uh, it. Now, introduction. You go. 10 okay. seconds, guys. Let's wrap Alrighty. it up. Okay. You're listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to fish talk, fishhunttalkradio.com. A few years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock-absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. 
If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and uh, this is—I'm <laughs> sorry—we got cut off in the middle of uh, a break a little bit, and uh, we have Chris Witt, Frank. Yeah. And Frank, yeah. you represented for Chris to me, so you probably know more about him than I do. But uh, Chris actually is—he's been on not too long ago. He has ripping hoe lures. Ripping who? Rip, I know. I just <laughs> I was teasing you. <laughs> anyway, uh, ripping who lures? And uh, by the way, Chris, I have, just as a hint, um, Frank and I are going to be going up to Alaska in the next couple of weeks, and we'd uh-huh. love to find out if those things will work. But we don't have any. Actually, I've got them up in two lodges right now. The Hellraisers that I have. Uh, and they're trying them out up there. Uh, they do it with uh, what I, I had a theory about uh, doing these things vertical in the in the water column rather than always trolling. And it, and it turned out that they uh, did a really good job with swordfish and striped bass so, oh, okay. uh, in Chesapeake Bay. So now I've got them in two lodges waiting on reports from them. But, well, yeah, but, I mean, basically Chris, the, those Chris, attract anything. Chris, Chris, I don't think you understand. Oh, okay. What I'm saying is that Frank nor I have a, a ripping who lures or the uh the the, the other Hellraiser. so yeah. That, yeah i mean that's fine that they work up there but how are we going to know if we don't have any frank 
Or, yeah, um, I know Chris? that. You know, uh, we're going to a lodge. We want to see if we can get the king salmon to hit behind them. Yeah. So, Chris, do you get the hint? Oh, you wanted me to give more product away. <laughs> <laughs> Just do you have any idea? Have any idea how much product I've given away? <laughs> I know over the years you've gave a lot, a lot yeah. away. Yeah. But we're just yeah. asking for two, and we won't bother you again about it. And if it's really good, we'll be talking about it for the next six months. Well, are you going fishing together? Yes. Yes. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, no, no. I knew where that was going to head. I said, we're going to be fishing together, but not necessarily on the same boat. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I see. Because I, I, have, I have two different sizes that... Uh, it, it all depends on whether you want to imitate the the feeding coho or you know or silvers, or if you want to imitate the bait. You yeah. know, so um, I'll take uh, the one that imitates the, for the silvers. Yeah, I think silvers are just starting to come in and uh, up there right now. It's been a little bit slow so far. Uh, normally, you know, the kings are early in the year. Yeah, but they've just been not, not all that many. We're talking about in Ketchikan, which is southeast Alaska. And uh, yeah. it is, uh, they've been a little slow. The silvers are just starting to come in. But by the time we get up there, they should they should be looking good. And then, of course, the pinks, you know, the pinks are there most of the time. And the chums and, you know, we don't really see too many sockeye up there. But, uh, you know, the chums are there, but who cares? They they do fight yeah. well though they do fight well, but uh, we're well, looking. the best thing to do would be to uh, hey uh, get hold of me um, personally and, and we can get this exchange done that way. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well that's what we're doing right now. We're making a deal on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, he, right well, now, right now, right now I'm under a little revamp. Uh, that I'm doing to modify them. Okay. So, uh, well, uh, any, anyway, Chris, I know that you know your this this uh, company is pretty much your deal, but let's talk a little bit about it, and that's why I wanted to bring you on. You've got a a unique um, uh, product. Product. Yeah, and it's you know, again, I get exposed to a lot, and people want to promote a lot of things. And I don't like to promote things unless I, I believe in them. But I never used your product, but I've talked to people that have, and I believe in your product. Well, I so appreciate that's, that. that's why we got you on. I, mean, I appreciate that. I have to believe. You understand. Yeah. I have to believe. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, as as we know, our friend in Cabo, as he's been telling me about you, and he's kind of been kind of a closely guarded secret because his bookings have gone up. Uh, in a charter fishing business because he catches more fish than anybody else and he attributes that to your lures or to your attractors. Yeah, he, he's got, uh, uh, shoot, I think 10 of my revenues and he got it was 16 Hellraiser. So, oh, uh, and yeah, of course, of course, that's home. that's the, yeah, that's Jim at Blue Sky Charters. But uh, yeah. so he's got 16 and I got none. <laughs> Yeah, but he paid. Oh, oh, I see. <laughs> That's what it takes. Okay, we're getting there. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah. But like I said, uh, I want to. Uh, I have I have no problem doing what you're asking, except uh, I I want to get a hold of the two lodges that have them now. Yeah. Uh, 
And once I find out from them, yeah. you know, uh, if they're working, then certainly, I mean, it's going to be how long till you go up? Uh, just a couple of weeks. Okay. Uh, well, I can get a hold of them today or tomorrow. Okay. Uh, hopefully get some response back. And uh, you know, it's you so know. so you know which one to send us. Well, uh, well, they actually only have the the uh, the one, I believe, uh-huh. that, that is for the imitation of the fish rather than the bait. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, like I said, they're just based on a theory. But since you know, I sent them to a friend uh, uh, down in out of Murata, uh-huh. uh, in the Keys, and he went seven for nine uh, during the day for swordfish. Wow. Uh, and then I found out by accident online the guys in Chesapeake Bay were using them vertical also in bump trolling one to three knots for striped bass. So, um, you know, that was news to me. So, uh, you know, it's all news to me. It's like daily I, I hear new things. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and right now I'm, I'm configuring a spreader bar. Okay, uh, I got a here. question real quick. Like uh, people like me that just need one, where do we order it from? Right now, right now, I have, I have just gone through my Facebook uh, friends network, and I'm in 11 countries and uh, most every coastal state uh, uh, except for uh, Oregon and Washington. Um, and, and, yeah, well, and Washington eventually will get them when it comes around to salmon time there. But, um uh, in fact, I shipped off to Delaware today. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, let me let me find out what the salmon guys are doing up in the lodges because they they each have like thirty thirty five boats to go out, uh, and I was looking for bulk sales mm-hmm. up there. I want to find out if they're working for them, and I can do that within the next couple of days. Okay, because I get a response, and well, then I'll uh, have no problem, you know. Well, something to uh, a quick question, but uh, we got to get down to what it is that you're that we're talking about. We've only got a couple minutes left. I'd like to know the the lodges that you're talking about where they are. But let's talk about what the product is. And it's <laughs> well, the we're, we're getting close on time. They're they're double sided stainless steel, uh, what I call blades, which are uh, uh, different shapes. Let's take the ribbon hoop for example. The the shape of those originally came from the lure Jensen Dodger One. All right, and then I took that and I refined that into what is now the all uh, double sided mirrored stainless steel blades. Because uh, what I found out, even with the holograms on there, the holograms during trolling would strip off, and it's actually the flash that, that gets to the fish's eye from mm-hmm. up to a fifth of a mile away. So since uh, I had my very first purchase was to a guy in Pennsylvania, and he owns a charter boat in Costa Rica, mm-hmm. uh, he was my very first buyer, and his rate uh, of catches went up. And it was because of him that Jim and Cabo went down there, and I actually met Jim on his on uh, Harry Glaw's boat in Costa Rica in oh. Galpito, and uh, that's when Jim got sold on him, and and he purchased his, uh, you know, on that trip. So, mm-hmm. uh, uh, but yeah, I, I, I base all, all of my uh, uh, catching and my tracking and all that on just flash, being able to turn a fisher's head. Okay. If you can do that, then you can get a fish in your spread 300 million times faster than the sound of your motors. That is actually oh, a fact. Wow. Anyway, yeah, uh, so. gosh, we, 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 
spent too much time goofing off, so we're going to have to come back with you a little bit later. Appreciate that, Chris. Uh, you are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to fishhunttalkradio.com. Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar, Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water, we've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code FISHTALK for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com and start getting your packages every month. This is John and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. Welcome back 
to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we also have Frank Selby, of course, who is our host, sometimes co-host. Today, I'm not sure which he is. <laughs> but, well, okay, I'll tell you what, uh, Frank, why don't you take it today? We have, we have somebody on the line that uh, you probably know something about. His name is, uh, hope I get it right, is Lynn Zinkler. And I have never talked to him other than calling him today and said, you're going to be on the radio. So why don't you introduce uh, Lynn for us? Lynn is FFI, right? That's the way we say instead of FFF now, right? (laughs) That's correct. Okay. I still, uh, we've known each other quite a while. Uh, You're having the conclave in Idaho this year, correct? That's correct. Uh, Boise, Idaho, from August 7th to August uh, August 7th through the 12th. And I brag about the FFF all the time, and I still call it the FFF. I know That's Federation a, of Fly yeah. Fishing International, mm-hmm. but I'm one of the old boys, so I call it the old way. <laughs> and you fine. do all the promotion for the FFF. We teach kids we teach everybody we try to push our sport well let's hear a little bit about what you like to do when you're doing your promos yeah hey uh i'm uh i you know i I came to the uh, fly fishers international some 20 years ago as a uh because i was interested in becoming a better caster so we have the the only domestic casting certification program in the United States, and it rivals, I think, three or four others that are in exist, existence around the world. Um, so that's one of our, our claims to fame. But uh, you you just touched on it. Really, uh, our sweet spot is education, and uh, we do everything we can to reach out to the general public, to introduce them to fly fishing, especially youth. And also, uh, we, we want to get a little more diverse, so we are reaching out to, to try to attract more women to Fly Fishers International. So, you know, that's our, our main focus is, is education. Uh, we do have a pretty aggressive conservation program we're doing, and all of that will be showcased in Boise this year in, in August. Yeah, I'm going to try to make that. I want to this year. I wanted to... Have some arguments. <laughs> there you go. But we won't, we won't speak of that on the radio. Uh, but, yes, you know, we have some pretty famous people, women, that are FFF or FFI. We do. We do. We have, uh, we have a number of uh, – uh, oh, folks, uh, I will just tell you that Joan Wolf was one of my mentors as I was pursuing my, my casting certification. I, I, I claim that as a, as a real badge of honor. Uh, Joan is, uh, gosh, I mean, she's in her late 80s now and, and still going strong. And uh, so she's, she's very special. Maggie Merriman. Oh, gosh, many, Maggie many others. Maggie passed uh, away. Yeah, and she just passed away. We'll be memorializing Maggie this year in, in yeah. Boise. And we got uh, one of our uh, top leaders is um, uh, Marianne Dozer, uh, yeah. and uh, and and a few others who are just just doing an outstanding job reaching out to the women and, and helping. We we have a program in Boise we call Women's Connect, 
and it's specifically designed uh, to, to have something to offer women, whether it's fly tying, casting, conservation, whatever the case may be, they've got their own little special area, and we'll be showcasing that in Boise this, this summer. Yeah. Oh, you, did you get to do any fishing while you were out here? <laughs> As a matter of fact, I'm in eastern Washington today. I'm coming coming back from the Seattle area. I, I just picked up a donation uh, out in Seattle, a very generous donation. But I've got my grandson with me, and we just stopped at a place called Rocky Ford Creek in oh, the Columbia boy. Basin. And that is a world-class uh, fishery. It's it's a beautiful fishery. The big, big Kamloops rainbow out of that water. And... Uh, uh, so we, we were able to cast a line and, and look at some pretty big fish today. That sounds really... Uh, one more thing. We have a lot of FF clubs throughout the United States. If somebody wanted to find the closest club to them, how would they go about doing that? Yeah, what I would suggest, probably the easiest thing to do, there are two, two ways to do it. One would be to go to, the easiest thing is to go to our website, and that's uh, www.flyfishersinternational.org. Actually, if you were to put in Federation of Fly Fishers, it would take you to the new website, flyfishersinternational.org. And at the bottom of the, of the home page, is a list of, uh, of, of uh, resources, including uh, councils and clubs. And if you tapped on that, you'd be able to, you'll be asked to identify your state, and all of the clubs in your state will pop up or in your region will pop up. And, and that'd be the easiest way to do it. Yeah, we need some fresh, new, young blood. <laughs> so all you we certainly do yes so all you young kids out there pop it up get to one of the clubs learn how to do everything it is the most funnest thing you can do if i didn't get into fly fishing when i was a kid i'm not gonna say but i think they call it the crossbar hotel <laughs> i would have probably ended up there if i didn't get into fishing and my thanks is to lee wolf and marion selby Mm-hmm. who got awesome. me into fly fishing. Actually, I've got one of the very first vests ever made. Oh, nice. And I still well, got it, and I've got the picture of the last fly Lee Wolf tied. I've got oh the fly, God. and that is noted it was tied at Blackstone's house just before it flew to Alaska. Yeah. Well, I tell you, you know, um, the the one thing that uh, that is uh, that we're trying to do is like a- attract younger people. Um, one of the things that we're trying to do is look at new and different ways of attracting the younger crowd to the sport. And and, and of course, my kids who are uh, all avid fly fishermen, they want to go do. They don't want to sit in a meeting and listen to somebody jabber or talk. So uh, we are we are uh, actually developing some models uh, for clubs to use to to try to attract young people in a more informal and active way. So uh, we're, we've, we've changed significantly, and we're making, and I think the changes have been really good. Yeah, I'm starting to see a better light on it. Uh, for a while, I was very upset. I teach at a lot of the shows, and I always have a list of the fly, uh, fly clubs uh, that are in their area. And believe it or not, I will put out... The other side of fishing, too, for kids. 
I, just as long as you get a rod in your hand, get them outside instead of on the computer, they're going to love it once you get them started. Boy, I agree. I agree. And the neat thing about fly fishing today with, with all the modern uh, equipment that's out there, it's not that expensive. As a matter of fact, I uh, I was just taking a look at my uh, my son's uh, bass rig. So he's got a bait casting rod, and he's got a really nice G. Loomis uh, uh, bass rod. Mm-hmm. He, he spent like $450 on that, on that rig. Well, you can buy a really, really nice, you know, latest generation graphite setup for less than 100 bucks. Uh, now to get into fly fishing with everything, fly line, uh, flies, everything you need. And uh, so there's really no excuse. <laughs> it's not that expensive to get into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a, a kid come in yesterday, picked up an Echo Rod, and he's been saving his money. Now he's got to pay $47 back to his mom. <laughs> and there's he worked for that. And that's get, good. Get his fly. And I told him I'd teach him for free. <laughs> that's what it's all about absolutely that's cool yeah well the guy in uh san diego got was really good to me when we were working on the coronado bridge i have eight bucks in my pocket and i had twelve dollars worth of material laying up there to tie and he would just say oh that's right next day uh, next week when i had my money i'd go in i'd get three dollars and i had eight dollars up there he says that's right (laughs) (laughs) i miss him stroud old man stroud was the neatest guy in san diego his fly shop lives on Well, Frank, we've got uh, a little bit less than two minutes, and I've, I've just been sitting here listening and enjoying this whole thing. Uh, looks like you are the host today. But, uh, <laughs> well, John, you got, you've got a couple questions. You're going to be using a fly rod a little bit up there at well, the lake. Uh, yeah, well, you know, we've, we've got uh, we found, I found a lake up there that you're going to love. Uh, I think it's called Ward. It's just, it's a... Uh, um, kind of a, a tributary that goes up, and there's you know there's silvers that uh, come up and pinks that come up, and then there's also uh, it's a lake for trout and things. But it's just such a beautiful, beautiful lake, right, almost within town of Ketchikan, where we're going to be going. Nice. Um, now, as far as uh, fly fishing. In the ocean, yeah, it's it's difficult. I'm not saying you can't even do it. And I know you've got your heart set on a 200-pound halibut on a fly line. So over. I over 200. I, I got a 15 weight. I tell you what. And I'm, an able I'm not gonna I'm not going to take any bets, but if you do that, man, you are the man. <laughs> I usually uh, do what I say I'm going to yeah. do. All right. Well, I'm, we'll see. Well, but, that's uh, right. Only time will tell. Well, we're we're, we're going to be fishing. Uh, I, I I know a little spot. It's it's kind of actually a halibut nursery, so there's mostly small ones. But I I, I think I can put you on some halibut. But I don't know about the big ones. But I'm <laughs> I'm waiting to find out. We're looking forward to it. So anyway, I really appreciate that. And uh, Lynn, thank you very much. That was very interesting. Excellent. Okay, anytime, folks. Okay, buddy. Okay, you're listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to fishhunttalkradio.com. The soft science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. 
Check out the Soft Science Fin fishing shoes and boots and the Fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water, we've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code FISHTALK for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com and start getting your packages every month. This is John and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. Alaskan RV Butler. Guiding, fishing, hiking, sightseeing, adventure. The Alaskan RV Butler. Like a cruise on wheels in the comfort of an RV, view the wonders of Alaskan interior, streams, ocean, and wildlife. Or fish for the big one, all while pampered by Mike, the Alaskan RV Butler. Mike's inclusive tours serve butter-drenched shellfish and mouthwatering steaks. Mike is your personal chef, chauffeur, guide, and planner. And for the real Alaska, contact MikeRVButler at gmail.com. That's MikeRVButler at gmail.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we also have Frank Subby. And Frank, looks like you've been the host today so far. Well, now we're going to give it over to you. We're going to we're going to ask him about striped bass. Uh, ask him who's him. Minutes. Who's him? Mike Harris. Um, and Mike, where are you located? I am located right a little bit south of Annapolis, Maryland, by the Naval Academy on the Chesapeake Bay. Wow, Chesapeake Bay—that is, you know, you know that is huge. You know, it, it uh, 
and I, a friend of mine was living on, the, on Chesapeake Bay, and it was uh, it's a very impressive area, and it's quite a fishery too, isn't it? Yes, yes, it has been. It's it's, uh, it's very diverse. It has you know, a lot of different, you know, different shellfish and uh, plus you know just regular fish. And we do now, a lot of the the, 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 the charter fishing. Right. Is that is it uh, is it salt water or is it what do you call it? Uh, Brackish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. As you get into the headwaters, it gets, you know, a little more brackish as you go up mm-hmm. to the north. But uh, as you get, you know, this, the bay is like you know, 160 miles long. Yeah, I was going to say, it's got to be at least 100 miles deep. But Yeah, yeah so it, it's, it's, you know, the ocean water down in the, in the mouth of the bay, up maybe 50 or 60 miles up into the bay, it's pretty salty, and then it, it gradually you know, gets a little bit more brackish, but it, 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 it's, it's not fresh at all. Mm-hmm. What's so, great about it is you can go fishing during the day. In the afternoon, you can take your wives, and there is a lot of great things to see around there. Am I right or am I wrong? Oh, no. There's, there's, uh, between... There's there's old lighthouses and stuff that you know been out in the bay. There that used to be man that people lived in, and now they're all automated and yeah. everybody lives there. So they're, they're more of a tourist attraction kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, but then you know around the shoreline over the last forty years or so, it's it got to be an attractive place to uh, buy a piece of land and build the biggest house you can <laughs> build. In. And yeah. uh, the land probably is tripled or quadrupled, you know, in the last yeah. 30 years. Uh, well, yeah, well, in the last 10 years, probably. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But uh, no, it is, it is, I've, you know, it's a, it's a great place. I don't think we've ever talked to anybody about uh, fishing in the uh, Chesapeake Bay area, cause, and it is impressive. I mean, if you just look at a map and you can see how big it is. But uh, let's talk about fishing. Okay. I, under, I understand that uh, striped bass are common there. That, that's our main fish, yeah. That, that's the fish that most people... Uh, like to eat, they're very good to eat, and, and I'm a charter boat captain, so people hire me, you know, to go fishing, and that that's our our number one target fish. That's mm-hmm. what we go for most of the time. Well, you know, I don't think it probably changes that much from wherever you're going, but give us an idea about the method that you use uh, for catching stripers. Well, there's there's two or three really things that we do, you know, on a daily basis, depending on water temperature and that kind of things, and, you know, time of the season. We do a thing what we call troll, which is artificial lures that we put on weighted lines way behind the boat and just ride around real slow. I'm sorry, when you, when you say weighted lines, are you talking about lead core or just weights on the lines? Just waited on the line, mm-hmm. yeah. But okay. some of the old guys like me, we used we used to fish. The line was was wire, yeah. So it would sink better. Uh, hmm. And there's there's only one or two manufacturers of that 
respect the line in the whole country anymore. So, oh, that's interesting. Not, not many of us use much of it, but I, I still do use some of it. Yeah, well, that's, that is interesting because wire, first of all, there's absolutely zero stretch, but right. you, you can feel anything uh, because it transmits through the wire. I mean, it's just uh, um, like a telephone. Yeah, yeah. It's like if it, any touch or, or anything, I would I would imagine it would be extremely sensitive to that. Right. I have uh, the thing about wire, like you said, is there's a stretch, but it cuts through the water good. So mm-hmm. you have a very constant. But when you set the depth with the of you change your weight mm-hmm. that you have on there, so you and then it's that you know more experience that you learn where you put the the lure up or down, and mm-hmm. and uh, but then when the fish goes to bite, bite it, it, it sets the hook, you know, because like you say, there's no stretch. So no stretch on a wire. The wire, there's absolutely no stretch. Obviously, no stretch right. wire. <laughs> yeah, I got two questions real quick. Okay. We won't say the month. What's your favorite two colors to use for trolling? If, well, if I had to really narrow it down, I would say from the middle of the May, middle of May to to about the first of July is is probably more diverse size of fish. We catch them from twenty inches and maybe forty inches, you know, in that time period. And and trolling is very effective. And then summer we do other things, and then we call mm. October. We call it Rocktober around here. Yeah. You know, Rocktober is because the days are getting shorter, and the fish start to school, so they know they're getting ready to migrate and get out of here. So they start feeding heavy. Hmm. And now the last question I need to ask you: We didn't do that in the beginning. What's your web page? My web page is just very simple. It's Mike ha- Mike Harris Outdoors dot com. Okay. Yeah. Mike I, uh, Mike dot com. Okay. Yeah, because sometimes we forget that, and we need to get you there, and that way, when people listen and re-listen to our show, they can call you and set up an appointment. Mm-hmm. Well, Isn't that right, John? We might even come back. And <laughs> there look you at go. Yeah, you, Frank, <laughs> Frank, you keep committing us to more and more places and more and more trips, and we just don't have time for that. But we'll keep, we'll keep, we'll put that on the list. Hey, listen, I've got a bucket list that'll reach from <laughs> Newport Beach to Catalina, California. Well, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, also, Mike, if if you don't mind. Um, we, uh, before we talked, you mentioned something about striped bass and how they propagated in different uh, parts of America. Would you mind getting into that story a little bit? Yeah, I mean, it's it, um, it's documented. I, I couldn't tell you exactly. I, I've read every month. Lifetime. Well, actually, if there's anybody, if there's anybody out there listening, go go to your computer and see if you can log into it and find out. But uh, go ahead, Mike. Give us the an idea about what we're talking about about striped bass. Yeah, it was in the early 1900s. 
uh, when when the railroads from the East Coast to the West Coast coast was completed, which you know mm-hmm. it, it wasn't. Um, it's something they could have done in a, a little bit shorter period amount of time. They, I, I was thinking Teddy Roosevelt had something to do with it, but if not, it was somewhere in that era, early 1900s. They went on the East Coast, netted a bunch of striped bass, which is what we call rockfish. Was, they, was that from Chesapeake Bay? I'm not sure if it was the bay. I think they netted them up off the coast of Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. But uh, you'd have to, again, go to mm-hmm. the history books to get exactly. But they did come off of the East Coast, and they put them on a, in a tanker tanker um, car on the railroad, and they tanked and carried them all the way to San Francisco Bay and, and cut them loose over in San Francisco Bay, and that's where... The striped bass that's on the West Coast now, they came from the, it, it's, that's where they came from. There wasn't striped bass on the western part of the United States. Wow. What a great story. Uh, Frank, I've fished the, the, uh, um, Delta. the Delta and striped bass. I mean, that's, that's what you're after. I had yeah. no idea that they weren't there 100 years ago. Yeah. Or whatever it was. <laughs> it, it might have been a little longer than yeah. that. But, uh, uh, I think it was a little longer than that. I yeah. think it was 1902, I yeah. think, or 1904 when well, they were yeah, ran them across the bay. Yeah, that's From one bay to the other. Interesting. That's very interesting. Teddy Roosevelt would have been around at that time. But, you know, yeah. that, that uh, also... Uh, shows that a lot of the fish that people think of as being indigenous or wild or native, um, hundred years ago they weren't there. They've been brought in. They've been introduced. Right. Absolutely. So anyway, but we're going to have to go. And we really appreciate that story, Mike, and all all the rest of it that you had to share with us. And so it's Mike Harris. Um, outdoors. Outdoors, right? Yes, sir. MikeHarrisOutdoors.com. All right, we appreciate that. And uh, Frank, um, appreciate that too. You're listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to FishHuntTalkRadio.com. Listen to the show. A few years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, Aftco makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says Aftco, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through Aftco. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for Aftco at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. 
great news. You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and uh, we're going to come back. We're going to. We were able to get uh, Mike to hang on for a couple more minutes, so we're going to see if we can get him involved in this. Um, and you know, I, I don't think we've really quite covered. Um, Mike, give us some more information about Chesapeake Bay, because. It's 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 like you said. It's 150 miles long. It's huge and it's a beautiful area. And you talked about striped bass, but tell us some more about it. Well, I know it's the largest estuary in the United States, and I'm not sure if that's North America or this hemisphere or something like that. It's it's uh, it's it's really good. It's got over a thousand miles of just shoreline, mm-hmm. and if you go up and in and out of some of the rivers and stuff, and there's different kind of shellfish, oysters, well, I, clams. I, yeah, I, you know what? I was, I was just going to say, you know, the, I know that they've got a lot of shellfish from Chesapeake Bay because that's it's famous for that. Right. You know, it's, especially the blue crab. That's uh, that's really famous. Yeah. All up well, and down you know what? Uh, what the blue crab? Um, have you ever, uh, Frank? Have you ever had soft shell crab? Yes. Do you know what it is? Yes. When they lose their shell, when they're growing, they drop a shell and become soft for about a week or two weeks. If I'm not and, mistaken, and, and and that is the blue crab when they yes. when, you know when they right. when they shed their shell. Uh, they, you know, they're, and I, you know, deep fried, fried, I, I love uh, soft shell crab. 
and a little hot sauce. Yeah, well, maybe Louisiana style, but not too hot. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's very unique, and that's that's from the that's from the blue crab. But anyway, um, Mike, keep going about that. Well, um, yeah, just uh, that's that's pretty one of the, the big famous things in this you know, this whole area. It was uh, mm-hmm. salt, salt just crab. just out of curiosity, is is crab a bait for the you know for the striped bass or anything? Do you it, it is, but for the people that like to eat soft crab, mm-hmm. you know, for dinner for salmon, make sandwiches, fried soft crab. They they just can't seem to make yourself chop it up and feed it to them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah but, uh, sounds good it, to me. It is good bait, yes. Yeah, yeah. Everything eats a, eats a soft crab for yeah. sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah, of course, all the, you know the shellfish is is famous. But besides uh, stripers, what uh, what's the, some of the famous fish in there? We only got about a minute in the in Chesapeake Bay. Well, the striper is the number one yeah. king. Like I said, do you, you get? Know? Do you ever get any pelagic fish that you know that happen to swim up into the bay, tuna or or not? Uh, not really. Flounders in a great wild near the mouth of the bay, you would hear uh, for some type of small tuna or yeah. something like that. But no billfish that I know has ever been caught near. Now, <clears throat> something that people don't know is that and I would have to turn to the record books to uh, be exactly sure about this, but I was thinking that the world record nurse shark may have been Nurse shark, uh, okay, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, nurse shark is one of the sharks that will go into fresh water. Yeah. Okay. And well, we're, we're around get, the we're, Chesapeake Bay Bridge, which is a famous thing. Yeah. Um, and around the pilings of that, I believe. Okay. Once upon a time, they caught a 600-pound nurse shark. Oh my gosh! Okay. Well, we're down to about 15, 20, 30 seconds. So um, that's interesting. If you want to, you know, of course, it's just a beautiful area all the way around it, up and down the shores, oh, sure. and get some shellfish, and stop in and uh, maybe uh, share some stories with Mike at uh, uh, Mike Harris. Outdoors. Outdoors. MikeHarrisOutdoors.com. Right, Mike? That's all right. All right. Well, stop in and see you. All right. Appreciate that, Mike. Appreciate that very much. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to FishHuntTalkRadio.com and listen. 